Good morning, everyone, and a good morning it is. Today we have the honor of participating in passing legislation for the people to build back better, as I always say, with women for the children. Uh, the, uh, this occasion would not have been possible without the vision of our great president, President Biden. Uh, he has said that the infrastructure bill was very, very important, and we agree. But it was not the sum total of his vision for how we do build. On this vote, the yeas are 220, the nays are 213. The Build Back Better bill is passed. So this is how liberty dies. With thunderous applause. Everything is proceeding as I had foreseen. Welcome to A Conspiracy in the Force, the show where we examine parallel conspiracies in a galaxy far, far away, in a galaxy not so far away. The show is designed as an introduction to modern-day conspiracy theories by using Star Wars, one of the most beloved fictional universes, as a point of reference. Let's begin. Hey, Conspiracy Kyle here. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It greatly helps out the show, and it's much appreciated. Also, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Conspiracy underscore Kyle, and that's Conspiracy with a K. Also, follow me on YouTube at Conspiracy Kyle, once again, with a K. And also, now you can find me on the Rockfin Network at rockfin.com with new exclusive content. Now on to the show. This episode is titled, How Liberty Dies 2, The Build Back Better Boogaloo. A few months ago, I did a podcast about Padme's How Liberty Dies quote from Revenge of the Sith. If you remember, this was from the scene where Palpatine announced the formation of the Galactic Empire in order to create a quote, safe and secure society, unquote, which is one of the most ironic statements ever made. In that episode, we compared her quote to the swearing in of Joe Biden as president earlier here in 2021 where you saw people cheering, not exactly knowing what they were cheering for. And hey, look at us now. Things have been going so great. On that podcast, we also talked about the medical tyranny that people are cheering on regarding the treatment of unvaccinated people. It continues to amaze me how much current events harken back to events in Star Wars. And some of these are more explicit than others. So on this episode, we're back on the How Liberty Dies topic, 
because of the recent passing of the loosely named Build Back Better bill by the House of Representatives. Now, let's be clear. Many on social media have been keeping me in line as I've been posting about this, and they've been keeping me straight to the fact that this bill still has to go through the Senate, and that in itself is not a done deal. But anyways, let's talk about the bill itself and what happened when it passed in the House. This bill contains billions of dollars for climate initiatives and social initiatives, which I'm sure will be to the benefit of society, like most legislation is. I hope you sense my heavy sarcasm here. I'm also sure that many of the beneficiary corporations and organizations receiving mass funding for their climate work will be closely financially tied to the same politicians that advocated for its passing. It's really convenient how that happens. Also, there are elements in this bill about additional compliance surrounding crypto transactions. Since we know that the elites do think that cryptocurrency is a threat to the dollar bill, although I know there is speculation and conspiracies about blockchain being part of their agenda, but they've made enough statements about cryptocurrencies so that we know that it is a threat to them. In fact, our great friend Hillary Clinton, an all-around awesome person, just said something to that very effect in the Bloomberg New Economy Forum recently. She said, quote, I hope nation-states start paying greater attention to the rise of cryptocurrency. Because what looks like a very interesting and somewhat exotic effort to literally mine new coins in order to trade with them has the potential for undermining currencies, for undermining the role of the dollar as the reserve currency, for destabilizing nations, starting with small ones, but going much larger." You know, I'm actually surprised he didn't try to sneak in some climate change talk in there about how crypto is allegedly using up valuable resources or some crap. Such a missed opportunity. But I will say that this statement by her has probably turned a lot of people on to cryptocurrency that weren't before. Because anything that she's against, we should probably be for. Unless we're being fooled. Anyways, I'm not going to read through every element of the bill because it's over 2,000 pages long and I have no intention of reading the whole damn thing, but I wanted to discuss what happened when the bill finally did get passed in the House of Representatives. Speaker of the House, another great friend of ours, Nancy Pelosi, raised the bill in her hands and stated, quote, the Build Back Better bill is passed, unquote. To which the Democrats erupted in applause and slapped each other on the back and even patted themselves on the back, I'm sure. The How Liberty Dies with thunderous applause quote is very self-evident here. It's also reminiscent to me of what NFL team owners and personnel do after they make a pick in the NFL draft. The camera pans over to them and they're slapping each other on the back and high-fiving each other as if they just did something tremendous, which isn't the case. They just threw out the name they were always going to pick. In both situations, we're witnessing theater. What's even more interesting is the symbolism, in and of itself, of her stating the bill is passed with her arms raised. Looking back to Revenge of the Sith, this is exactly what Palpatine did when he stated that the era of the Old Republic had passed 
and a new era of government was at hand, with his hands raised. We do have a new era here in America. The talk of COVID has seemingly run its course to a certain extent. So now the powers that be want to shift to climate change and environmental initiatives as their next way to control us. I saw a great tweet that I wanted to give credit to about a possible thought about how this new climate change psyop could be used against us. User in divide at Sue Root Directory said, quote, Prediction. They promote a fake climate change emergency to force people back into their homes while releasing Metaverse. This will be the first step in their sick transhumanism mind control project. The target, the children. Time is now to fight back against this hashtag evil. Unquote. We'll have to discuss the Metaverse on another episode, as that's a whole other psyop in and of itself. But his point is well taken. The root of what he's saying is they want to create a new fake emergency to get us back in our houses and back under their control. They obviously tried this with the COVID lockdowns, but that has run its course. So now they're going to up the ante even more. It's not just people that can hurt you. Just being outside can hurt you. The environment can hurt you. The Hegelian dialectic of problem, reaction, solution will be in full swing again. And when the people react with cheering and applause to how the government is going to save them with their new solution, liberty dies even further. So continue to spread the word about these psyops. Do your own research. And stand up and fight back against these attempts to keep us under control. Just like the famous quote from A Bug's Life, where the grasshoppers wanted to maintain control. Quote, you let one ant stand up to us, and they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's about keeping those ants in line. Great message to think about. May the force be with you.